up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Turn it on, turn it up on my radio. It's Paul and Woody for Maccas. The Chicken Clubhouse is back. Now in the Maccas Gourmet Creations range. Available after 10.30am. I'm so excited. The Hitman's Bodyguard. Oh, yeah. We've got with Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds yeah, yes, And Samuel yeah. L. Jackson. We've got tickets in Spin That Wheel. Awesome. In Ryan Reynolds has not been in a bad film. He hasn't, has in he? In the last five years. Before then, he was in the worst movies ever. Oh. He, I mean, he was... He was a Van Wilder party liaison. Uh, he also played Green Lantern. And, oh. I mean, even he hangs it on that. But Green Lantern, isn't that where he met his wife? Did he meet Blake Lively on yeah, the pretty set sure. of Green Oh, well, at least you got something out of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But since Deadpool, oh my God. Well, he's turned into a sex symbol. Because when he first started out in the movies, he wasn't really cast as that no. person. No. But now... He's hot. Um, What has Samuel L. Jackson and Philip Seymour Hoffman got in common? I don't know. I watched an episode of Law & Order last night from 1991, and they were both in the same episode. No. Yeah. Did you see Amy Schumer in the background of Judge Judy? No. She was in the audience. There were photos that were released over the weekend. She wasn't on Judge Judy. She's just standing in the crowd, clapping and stuff. Amy Schumer. That's supposed to be a real courtroom. Yeah. No. It was a dream of hers to go and see Judge Judy. Have you seen that gift doing the rounds of Judge Judy fixing sort of the neckline of her gown? And as she pulls it back, she reveals large breasts and a sexy bra. <gasps> And it was one of those things where I'm skipping through my news feed and I'm scrolling through and I just saw, I thought, oh my God, what's Judge Judy done? And then I realised, you know, she's about 80. (laughs) She's about 50 million a year for that. Yeah. Highest paid television personality at the moment, I think. she is. Coming up next, though. What are people paying $485 to do in a forest? Yeah. And I want to talk about how... Paleo Pete has managed to upset every single vet in the country. He hasn't cooked a Alsatian or something. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Ten past six on Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. About 500 swingers have come from as far as Australia to England to take part in a sex festival in a forest. Uh, in the Brokes Wood near Kent. Yes, I said Kent. Okay. <laughs> it's happening this Saturday, um, and it's a festival called Flamefest. Is that because you could catch an STD? Yeah. I'm just... There'd be a few burning sensations at Flamefest. <laughs> People are really itching to get out. Oh, Forest is a very uncomfortable place to try and get it on. Where where have you? Oh, well, just some of my friends tell me <laughs> that... Yeah, the ABC roundabout, I've told you this before, is not a forest, okay? Yes, there's a few trees there. <laughs> uh, have a listen to the organiser. The organiser, Helen Smedley, oh, which sounds not... like a character from SpongeBob, insisted the group was not making sex a public spectacle. They're simply doing it in front of each other in a forest. <laughs> we allow people the safe place to have sex. We're monitors just to make sure everyone's safe. So there's someone that monitors. Yeah, Mrs. Smedley, the organiser. Oh. She's just there to observe. That's all. You can also have sex at home. It's quite safe. Yeah, yeah. And Mrs. Smedley will just shove and peer through your windows by the sounds of things. <laughs> have a listen to some of the events on offer as part of Flamefest. Just could they not have found a better word? There's a dungeon. All right. A dominatrix-controlled adult play area. Workshops. Uh, One of the workshops is called Getting Sexy with Snakes. That better not be a literal thing. (laughs) I guess there's not poisonous snakes in England, so maybe to that extent it's safe. No. Have a listen to some of the locals. I'm no prude but this is the wrong place for this sort of thing. I love the fact that that person prefaced it by saying she's not a prude. Oh, my God, I'm no prude. People can 
have a sex fest in a forest, but I don't want it in my forest. Fair enough. Um, what about all the noise? If you're a neighbour, because there's houses that back onto the forest. Oh, gosh. Resident Chris Herbert, who's all of 42, said he simply doesn't want a bunch of perverts descending on our town. He went on to say these people are coming for an orgy and it's going to create hell. But I like the concerns of Councillor Diane Hill. She's from the Kent City Council. Her main concern was, where are they all going to park? Oh, my God. Well, parking is an issue. Yeah. It's probably what hit hit 100.9. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. 16 past 6 on Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. Top of 14. Mainly fine. Just cloudy today. Today is the first day that we're starting to fill our plane. Oh, fantastic. We're getting an entire plane, filling it yep. with hip VIPs yep. and sending them over to LA That's to right. see Pink on our world-famous rooftop. Huge. You can grab Pink's latest single, What About Us, from the new album, Beautiful Trauma. It's out October 13. I cannot wait for it. I but heard a rumour. But you know how Carrie Bickmore is taking a bunch of people over yeah. on the plane? I hear that she's going to fly the plane. As a radio stunt. Please don't say that. That's what I've but heard. But that's not funny. Like, that's... No, well, I think she's going to get a, a licence or something. like. I don't know what you need to fly a 747 or whatever. Pretty extensive. Yeah, but that was my understanding. Because you know what Carrie's like. She's got a can-do attitude, and yeah. you never tell her that she can't do anything. So if she says that I'm going to fly this plane, you go, take the stick. Oh, it'll probably be like autopilot, but she'll think she's flying it. What? Oh, right. Like when you've got a toddler on the back seat yeah. with a steering wheel. and they think that they're steering the oh, car. Oh, okay. So you imagine that oh, she thinks on. she'll be flying it when, in fact, she'll be sitting in the third row of first class. Oh, please, Johnny. Now you're going to get me into well, no, trouble. That's, I mean, that, hey, I brought the story to the table and you just tidied up the facts. That's fine. Hit.com.au is where you can become a hit VIP. <laughs> Hits Paul and Woody podcast. We've got double passes to give away to the Hitman's Bodyguard, starring Samuel L. Jackson and Ryan Reynolds How in do you 10. Say it? What? How do you say it? The Hitman's Bodyguard. Or a Hitman. Yeah, but Hitman's. I think it'd be the Hitman's Bodyguard. Okay, the Hitman's Bodyguard, starring Samuel L. Jackson and Ryan Reynolds. Policeman, Hitman. Okay. Do you, do you want me to bump out for the rest of the show? Oh, I'm just <laughs> trying to. Teach English. Well, <laughs> I mean, yes, I'll admit it's not on my job description, but... <laughs> That's never stopped you before. Um, 14, the top, and partly cloudy. We've been uh, talking about sex ed. Yeah, Paul. we have covered it off this week because we think it's really important, and we're learning that depending on where you grew up and what era it was, there were many different ways to learn about the birds and the bees. I don't why you laugh at mine? I don't get what's so funny you about it. You went to your PE teacher's house. Wife's house. Oh, well, it was still his house. And she dunked um, a tampon into a glass of water. Can you not put a pause in the middle of that sentence? What? No, but I was trying to be careful with what I was saying. Good. So she dunked the tampon in the water. Can you... Like, no, but that's what she did. You're leaving too much of a gap between okay. tampon and into the water. You can say the yeah, word tampon. Sorry, I'm, I'm just I'm sorry. freaking out. Now we're all <laughs> okay. doing it. Well, you know what, boys? We can all learn to say tampon. Okay. Why is it such a buzzword? Oh, Woody can't say tampon on air. Well, I can. Well, it's just one of those it's words. tampon, tampon, tampon. Yeah, it's like I can't say... Oh, that's horrible, isn't it? Because I can say anything. Yes. <laughs> Please be careful. I'm trying to think of one that I can't say. No, okay. Well, Mace, what was your sex ed like? Have yeah. you had it yet? Um, well, I think I'll have it in year seven. <laughs> um, no, I had it in grade six. Okay, um, it was like a middle-aged woman, um, a little bit obese, but it's got nothing to do with no, it. What is that? And what did she teach you? Okay, come on, guys. It wasn't healthy eating. Right. Um, All right, Mason, no, that's not okay. It was, uh, yeah, so she taught us sex ed. Um, we had to, our parents had to sign the form to let us all through. Um, and she came over some, like... Numerous weeks. Um, where in the house, or where was she? In yeah. the in the classroom. Oh, the classroom. okay. Oh, okay. Um, so she remember, wasn't a teacher; like she was a guest. Yeah, the school must have hired her to come in once a week or something like that. Okay. Um, 
anyway. She got paid on an hourly sort of rate. Or <laughs> I remember. Did she have like a guy with her that no. stood? The teacher did take her back to her office and ask for the point. money. Or okay, no, no, no. can we? Um, because be... I think he gets about twenty five percent. Can we Sorry, be mature? On. I was just going to say that at the end, this is really all I actually remember. Mm. Um, is she asked us to um, write anonymous questions to her and leave them in a box, and then she would um, read them out at the end of the lesson. Oh, that's fraught with danger. I used to be a school teacher. It is yeah. because I saw past the idea. And I was just writing stupid questions, like you know when like you're in grade six. I, I think I wrote, um, "Can two apples have sex?" Oh my God. Great joke Mason. for a grade six, though. Thanks, mate. You know what? It doesn't matter whether you're twelve like Mason oh. or fifty like Paul. But men can never talk ma- in a mature way about sex. I went to the Australian Open once and they used to have these open press conferences where members of the crowd could ask tennis players questions. Uh. And a really pretty girl put her hand up and Mark Philippoussis pointed to her and uh, what's your question? And she said, um, if a car's driving at the speed of light and it's got its headlights on, would you see the headlights? <laughs> <laughs> and the whole crowd laughed and okay, Mark was the good. only person that didn't get the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Dower and 13 on Wednesday. Trending now at hit.com.au. So there's reports that Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth are married. Oh, get out. Have you seen her new video clip? No. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Is it? It's really cool. Um, It's a real sort of hairspray 1960s style dance TV show look oh, and it wow. goes with the new single and it's really good. I think it's already gotten to like number three on the video clip charts. How well has she done in that transition uh, from a child actor slash singer into a woman? Because sometimes you can't get rid of that stigma. No, of course. Yeah. Um, do we know if they got married in the States or did they do it on Phillip Island? Phillip Island is what I'm hearing <gasps> because Liam's granddad is a bit too old to travel and wasn't feeling well. Oh. So apparently Miley brought the wedding to him. Oh, my, at the Phillip Island, probably the pub down at Cow. They might as well just own it now. They pretty much own it, don't they, yeah, the they Hemsworth do. boys? They could yes. buy it. Yeah, yeah. Trending. Penguins and all. Uh, the Lion King director and producer of the 1994 cartoon have uh, revealed it in an interview that Mufasa and Scar may not be brothers. What? They went into details as to why. We talked about the fact that it was very likely... Scar and Mufasa would not have the same parents. The way lions operate in the wild, when the lion that's male gets old, another rogue lion comes and kills the head of the pride. Uh, what that does is it causes the female lions to go into heat and reproduce. And then the new younger lion kills the king and then he kills all the babies. And now he's the new lion and that's the lion that's running the... Pre- At any stage they think, wow, this is a bit heavy for a cartoon. <laughs> Trending. <laughs> Oh, this is trending now. Parents are revealing the meanest things their kids have ever said. Uh, One woman saying, my child told a woman she had a butt like Barney. Barney, the big dinosaur thing. (gasps) Another one, her daughter told her that she was going to go to the supermarket to buy a new dad. And I was only having this conversation yesterday with one of my mates. He was telling me that with his nieces and nephews, one of the nieces came up to him and said, your face looks like mould. Mould? Mould. See, as a mature adult, a 30-year-old person that he is, he turned around and went, no, it doesn't. Yours does. (laughs) Trending. The kid's like five. When I was looking after one of Melissa's nephews, we walked into McDonald's and there was an Indian man with rather dark skin and a turban on. And the turban was black. And Melissa's nephew said, look, 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 Uncle Paul, it's Batman. Oh. Now, to give the Indian man some credit, he laughed, but that, that seriously could have gone either way. <gasps> Speaking of parents oh interacting uh, with their children, uh, there's a pic doing the rounds on Instagram this morning. A mum has absolutely lost it with her sons. So on the inside of the toilet lid, so you can imagine that's what the boy looks at when he's peeing into the toilet... She has written in black texter, if you pee on the seat, I will scrub it with your toothbrush. <laughs> Love, Mum. 
trending. That's great. The latest trending now on Scoopler. It's up at Hit Hobart. He's a track from one of our R&B Fridays albums. We've got three on iTunes right now. 21 to 7. Paul and Woody. Gotta be handy with the steel if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Regulators! Mount up. It was a clear black night. A clear white moon. Warmer G was on the streets. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Spin that wheel. Stack of games on the wheel. Whatever we spin up is what we're playing today. We're playing for tickets to see the Hitman's Bodyguard. Which is huge because it's got a sex symbol in it. Ryan Reynolds. He's awesome. And Samuel L. Jackson. So I'm watching this episode of Law and Order season one last night. Yeah. I went and bought it on DVD. <laughs> um, and it had Samuel L. Jackson, Philip Seymour Hoffman, who is no longer with us, Ali McBeal's boyfriend. Remember the show Ali McBeal? Yeah, I loved Ali Yeah, McBeal. I think Billy was his name, the yeah. good-looking... Yeah, he was in it. And if you're a Seinfeld fan, Jank, Jack Clumpus was in it, who was Seinfeld's dad's neighbour. Oh, my God. Who, um, have the pen. you got to take the pen. You can have the pen, all right? What, you buy a Cadillac? What, you're a big shot now, are you, Morty? All of them in the same episode of Law and & Order. And I want to do a screening of that episode. Oh. oh. We'll do it down at, at Village. Oh. Sure, people would come along? No. And no, because don't forget the star. people can watch it themselves at home. Legally, if they buy it on DVD. Yeah. Because the other actor in it, Mr. Big. Oh, from, yeah. Yeah, Chris Knopf. He's a young guy, and he's the lead actor in Law & Order Season 1. God. Law & Order chat. Yep. I, I wish I could have it with you, but I've never watched an episode. Haven't seen Law & Order? No. Oh, I won't spoil it for you, then. Thanks. <laughs> um, well, yeah. No, I won't. Okay. Don't spoil it for me. Who's ever going to sit down and watch those 26 seasons of Law and Order? <laughs> <laughs> all right, a heap of games on the world to see this corker with Ryan Reynolds. It's going to be awesome. Love it. In cinemas August 31 too, so not far. The name of the game is Show Us Your Text. Oh, okay, so 13, 12, 16, we just want you to read out the last text you received. From that, we're going to try and guess who sent it to you. If we can't, you're off to the movies on us. 16 away from 7. We're about to hit 100.9. Podcast. 13 away from 7 on Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody, it's a good way to start the week. Yeah. I blame myself. You should blame yourself. 13, 12, 16. Um, apologies to Margaret, who I hung up on. Just thought she was a bit old to put on air. But Don't say sorry. that. So Remember if... That. Um, so if you want to win some tickets to see the Hitman's Bodyguard starring Ronald Reynolds, Ronald Reynolds, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson, 13, 12, 16, now is your time to shine. Let's do this. Kiss Paul and Woody. Spin that wheel. Samuel L. Jackson, is he not the, isn't he the most successful actor of all time? Yes. You know what that is? Um, the actor whose films have grossed the, the most. most. Yes. You've got to bear in mind, he was in the Star Wars movies. He was Snakes on a Plane. Um, <laughs> which grossed a heap of money. I know, but... Not a great movie. Yeah. And also, of course, he's Nick Fury in the Marvel films. He's in all the Marvel films. Hi, Sean. How are you going? Yeah, so good. Now, this is for tickets to see the Hitman's Bodyguard. Now, we just want you to read out the last text you received. From that, we're going to try and guess who sent it to you. If we can't, you're off to the movies. Yep. Fire away, Sean. All right, last text message I got was, great, see you then. Any exclamation marks, smiley faces? No, very bland, very straightforward. Is C-U-N spelt out... C S double E U Y O U, or are they using the C for cat and the U for Juventus? Using proper English. Okay. Okay. We'll have a quick chat. We'll be right back with you, Sean. Okay. So anyone aged less than twenty-five would have gone with a C mm. and a U. Then, so we're dealing with someone that's a little bit more Dad. mature. See you then. Yeah. Are it's, you actually agree Yeah, with me? I am. Because it's to the point. 
It's assertive. Yes. No mucking around. Right. Guys get to an age where they're not going to muck around on the text. No, or on the phone. Because they think they're paying by the word, <laughs> like if they put something in the newspaper. Like it used to be with Morse code. Yes. Or you wanted to sell a telegram, you paid for the letter. <laughs> Sean, is it your dad? You're so close, grandfather. Oh! <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, very close. Very close. But we're all winners. Are we? I don't think we are. I think we are. You are, Sean. Well done. You're off to the movies. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. 14 the top and cloudy. Three away from seven on Hobart's hit 100.9. Now, with Paul and Woody, we'll rub the crystal balls for your weekly Zodiac Star Guide. Astra Holden. For your week, according to the stars, it is Astra Holden. Morning, Astra. Good morning, Paul and Woody. A big shout-out to everyone that I met yesterday at the Trash and Treasure market at the showgrounds. I was reading palms there. Oh, were you part of the trash or the treasure? It's a horrible thing to say. I'm sorry, Astra. Every Zen tourist. Now that the top eight is looking a little more rock-solid, can we all agree on the one thing? If GWS wins the whole thing, we'll burn the place to the ground. <laughs> Gemini Cancer and Leo. Some newspaper advertisements have come to light from the 1930s and 40s of a time when meth was legal and perfectly socially acceptable, which is a bit like a visit up to Launceston. Oh, OK. That's Virgo, Libra and Scorpio. Jay-Z has spoken about his feud with Kanye West. Apparently, it has something to do with Kanye's song, Kill Jay-Z. <laughs> it's a real song. It's... Sagittarius and Capricorn. Oh. It's been discovered that Sophie Monk, the next Bachelorette, was in fact born in London. Mm. It's not yet known if she's willing to serve in Turnbull's cabinet. And finally, Aquarius and Pisces, and I heard you guys talking about this earlier, Australian swingers have flocked to a you-know-what party Mm. held in an English forest. It's $485 for entry, which is a poor choice of words, given that particular festival. Okay, Astra, that is your week according to the stars with Astra Holden. Thank you. Thank you, Paul and Woody. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Hits Paul and Woody for Maccas. The Chicken Clubhouse is back. Now in the Maccas Gourmet Creations range. Available after 10.30am. We've got $100 cash guaranteed. It goes off every single day. It does not jackpot. It will go off just after 8 today in Shore of Origin. Let's do it. Shout out to cash converters as well. It's your final week. We're giving away a car with them. This is awesome. So next week, we're going to be giving away a brand new car. And if you want to win it, it's Tech Week at Cash Converters. Oh, so what can we take down? Laptop, tablet, computer, anything like that. So you get your cash for your item instantly. Yes. And then you get the ticket into the drawer for a car that's going to be drawn next week. Exactly. Bingo. Uh, Inside 20, I've got to talk about Pete Evans. He's managed to infuriate every single vet across the country. What? Yeah. What's he cooked? Not a chihuahua or something. Oh, hey, but coming up next, what? Chopper Reed's going to be back on our TVs. Oh. Have you ever had a brush with Chopper? 13, 12, 16. Who's met Chopper Reed? I mean, obviously not in the last couple of years. But <laughs> no, I mean. But before then, I would love to speak to someone that's met Chopper Reed because we want to talk about why on earth Chopper's back on telly. It feels as though, out of any person, mm. Chopper seems to get around. Gorgeous. Like if so I know a lot of people that have a chop chop story. Oh. No, they do. An uncle chop chop story. Okay. 13, 12, 16, Paul and Woody. Just a young gun with the quick few. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Eleven past seven on Hobart's hit one hundred point nine. Paul and Woody. Chopper Reed. It's going to be back on TV. This is unbelievable. The next instalment of Underbelly, yeah. that'll screen on the Nine Network next year, will be Chopper Reed's story. I can't wait for this. I've missed Underbelly. Oh, I love it. Love Underbelly. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I must admit, it's a big call for an actor to take on that role after Eric Banner just knocked it out of the park. Well, it's what broke Eric Banner, isn't it, into it is. Hollywood. Um, and we've heard stories like uh, Quentin Tarantino mm. loving the movie Chopper. But now... 
kudos to Aaron Jeffrey, who will be the man that brings Chopper back to our screens. So Chopper Reed used to live in Tassie, mm. and it's it's funny how many people ha- seem to have Chopper Reed stories. Mm. And if you do thirteen, twelve, sixteen, because I remember being a waitress at a restaurant at Eastlands. Oh yeah. What? No, this is this. Well, this is like this is the underbelly of Eastlands. Right. This is great. And Chopper Reed used to come in. Mm. Loved his toasted sandwiches, yeah, milkshakes, and I was. Did just, he ever get out the the old todger? Because he was known to do that. Oh, no. Okay, I've just got to, got to ask, got to ask. But we did give him plastic knives, no. <laughs> <laughs> here you go, chop, chop. Uh, here's your fork with a cork on it. <laughs> but I remember being so nervous taking his order because I just thought, don't stuff this up. Yeah. Don't give him a BLT without the cheese. Like, no. if I forget the cheese, like, I just, I would be so nervous <laughs> and I would start shaking as yeah. I was going up there and I'm yeah, he just end up spilling coffee all over him. <laughs> but he never did anything wrong. Like it's, he was always lovely to me. But it was just that. Oh my god, it's Chopper! It's Chopper! Right? It's Chopper! It's Chopper. It's like chop, chop. And someone asked me once, "How did you know it was Chopper?" Well, <laughs> do I really yeah, need to? The, the absence of ears was a little bit of a giveaway. <laughs> I uh, for about five minutes, I went to uni on the mainland. And I was doing a, a bit of a radio gig as well at the same time. And in traffic, I cut Chop Chop off. See, how do you also have uh, a story I know. about Chopper Reed? I accidentally chopped him off. Oh, okay. Was that planned? In traffic. And that night, I had told the story to everyone that I was doing my little amateur radio show with. And they were all sort of, oh, God, you've got to be careful. I mean, you've just cut off Chopper Reed. You, people, people could disappear for this sort of stuff. So then the phone call comes through on the switchboard. Oh, you cut me off in traffic, did you? <gasps> <laughs> and I'm oh, absolutely, no. I'm packing my Dax. I mean, well, this is it. This is my last broadcast. You're writing a eulogy? Yeah. I'm filling out the details to the will. I'm not leaving everything to mum. <laughs> no way known. And then they tell me, it's the Ronnie Johns chopper. Oh, okay. They'd set up the bloke that does chopper read to absolutely scare the living daylights out of me. I thought Chop Chop was coming to get me. Does he... So he plays chopper. Yes. Does he, with the ears, like, is he... Sticky tape, I think. Oh, sorry. <laughs> or a bulldog clip. I'm not too sure. Oh, <laughs> it's Fall of Woody on Hobart's hit 100.9. If you've had a brush with Chopper, 13, 12, 16. It's Paul and Woody podcast. Oh, with my feelings on fire, guess I'm a bad liar. 17 past 7, Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody, 14, the top, mainly fine. Coming up next, Paleo Pete mm. has issued a warning suggesting that Australian vets are poisoning our pets. What? Yeah. Paleo Pete says that vets are poisoning pets. Yes. Aren't vets in the industry of keeping pets alive? That's what I would have thought. I don't imagine Dr. Chris Brown. We're not going to find out that he's like a mass dog killer or something like that. (laughs) I mean, these are huge allegations. It's very big. We're going to have to cover off on them next. Wow. Especially if you're a pet owner, you're going to want to hear this. Well, that's right. What you are hearing is not a test. Pink is about to take our world-famous rooftop international. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. 26 past 7, Hobart's hit, 100.9, Paul and Woody. We've got $100 cash guaranteed to give away just after 8, thanks to cash converters. But Pete Evans, he's managed to infuriate vets across Australia, accusing them of poisoning our pets. Oh, what have the vets been doing? Well, he's announced that he's going to release a range of healthy animal food, paleo. Paleo Pete is? Yes, paleo food for animals. Okay. So... He's put up on his Insta, it's a billboard, and it's coming soon, but it's him hugging a dog, a very happy dog. Okay, great. And I do love this, it says, tested on humans. That's clever. Okay, yep. And he upset vets because he slammed them for promoting products that are poisonous for our friends, our pet friends. He said, pet food is horrendous and poisonous for our furry friends. A lot of vets promote this crap 
and wonder why so many dogs and cats have such poor health. I didn't know there was an epidemic. I, th- I was under the impression that dogs and cats last longer now than they ever have. Well, you've, and you do have so many different ranges of pet food too. Like, so. Well, I get the one with Dr. Harry Cooper on the packet. I get the one with Dr. Chris Brown. So what, are they doing bad things? Is that what Pete's suggesting? Well, he's suggesting that there's, there's no good animal food in this country. Oh. What about and Dr. Katrina Warren? She does it. Yeah. Her one's bad as well. All of them. So he's releasing his own paleo food for animals. But hang on, paleo food, and I've deliberately researched this because I'm not going to make up because, you know, when you make a lot of jokes about paleo and how Pete Evans likes to force feed chicken neck broth down the throats of babies and stuff like that, and that's all hearsay. <laughs> Although it sort of did happen. Okay. Um, paleo diet. A diet based on the types of food presumed to have been eaten by early humans, consisting chiefly of meat, fish, vegetables and fruit, excluding dairy. Well, isn't that what you feed dogs and cats? Well, mine's always either beef or chicken or turkey or, I mean, it's not lemon meringue or... No. It's not a crock and bush. No. This this worries me because what what has Pete discovered in terms of what people are serving animals? Are there people out there sitting their animal up to the table... And, you know, you got a dog sitting there asking for more sauce. Okay. Does Pete know something we don't know? Or is this... What? No, but this is My Kennel Rules. This is a promo okay. for the new Seven Network series. Okay. Where you get pairs of dogs or cats and they go up against each other. Okay. It's Paul and Woody podcast. How much were people freaking out over the weekend because Taylor Swift deleted all of her socials? I know. So she's kept the handles but erased all content, everything. And fans are now speculating that perhaps this is to make way for a significant announcement. What would the significant announcement? What, that she's back on social media? Yeah, probably. See the bloke that she successfully managed to... I guess it would be Sue. Yes. Has considered getting plastic surgery because he wants to be able to work again. But he works in radio. <laughs> no. So unless you can do it on your vocal cords. Well, that's right. Unless he wants to put an accent on. Okay. Which you really shouldn't do. I can't get over how... In 2017. Well, no. How admirable and classy... Taylor Swift was throughout all that. She really was, wasn't she? My God, like to be commended. Like that's role model stuff. Yeah. Trending. Jerry Lewis, ninety-one years of age, one of the greatest entertainers of the modern era, has passed away of natural causes at the age of, as I said, ninety-one. A lot of our younger listeners probably won't know who Jerry Lewis is, but he really paved the way for. Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey, that style of comedy. The one thing that you will hear about this week was the film that he made that was never released, that he didn't want to have released. Okay, I'm going to tell you about that film now. The Day the Clown Cried. Okay? Okay. It was made in 1971. You listen to this and you'll understand really quickly why he didn't want it released and why it never was. The film sees Lewis play a German clown named Helmut Dork who is sent to a World War II prison camp after mocking Hitler. Once he ends up in the camp, he performs for the Jewish children and he ultimately ends up entertaining them as he guides them into the gas chambers... In Auschwitz. Oh, my God. Yeah. Quite heavy. Not a comedy. No. And it was a film that very few people have seen. One person that says that they have seen it is Harry Shearer, who does most of the voices on The Simpsons. Yeah. Mr. Burns. And he said that he has seen this film, and it is as awful as everyone suspects it would be. Surely it's going to get leaked somehow. You would think that in the modern torrenting age, we will see this film at some stage. 
Trending. For the latest scoopla and trending now, it's up at hithobart at hit.com.au. 20 to 8. $100 cash guaranteed to give away inside 20 minutes. Thanks to Cash Converters. Paul and Woody. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Fun like me. 16 away from 8. Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. This is phone topic roulette. We're going to pitch some phone topics at you, Hobart. Let us know if one interests you. You can call 13 12 16 at any time to end the segment. Okay, choose your own adventure. Heidi Klum's kids. Apparently, they're cool with mum posting the semi-nude selfies on the socials. Mm. Uh, she's got a 12-year-old daughter, an 11-year-old son. I mean, I dare say the 11-year-old son's friends probably don't mind what oh. Heidi posts on the socials. I want to know... Are you embarrassed by what mum or dad puts up on the socials? What did mum and dad put on the socials that embarrassed you? 13, 12, 16. I mean, your mum just puts up blurry photos taken on the iPad. Oh, it's so embarrassing. And when you go out for dinner with her and a big group of people, she gets the waiter or waitress to take a photo from her iPad. And they're just... Yeah, and it's always, like, in a dark room. You know. It's grainy. They're awful. Yeah. And then she'll put about 12 of those pictures up on Facebook. And she always has a way of just using or taking them on the worst angles. Great. I mean, even if that's what I really look like, I don't care. I want to look back one day and think, (laughs) I looked better than what I did. Your mum's got albums of double chin shots. Oh, she does so. Her screensaver at the moment is of my brothers and I. Yeah. And I've got like three chins. Yeah, yeah. You're more chin than woman in that photo. I know. 13, 12, 16. Did anyone else used to do this? Because Paul thinks it's weird. Did anyone else used to cut the heads off people? Oh, like in your little scrapbook? Yeah, like out of the photograph. So in my diary, I would cut the heads out of guys yeah. that I like. Well, that's serial and I, killer sort not. of stuff. Yeah, it is. And I'd stick them yeah. in my diary. They always find one of those diaries in CSI. Oh. I don't think I'm the only one. 13, 12, 16. 13, 12, 16. Noise on Sunday morning. When are the neighbours allowed to start yeah. mowing, vacuuming or banging nails into walls? <laughs> What's the cut-off point? When can the noise start on a Sunday? 13, 12, 16. I want to know if you're on a paleo diet because Pete Evans, he does cop a lot over it. But I want to actually know, remove Pete Evans and the baby broth. Mm. I want to know what is it like being on the diet? Do you actually feel better? Because he wants to release a range for dogs now. That was your... No calls today. It's off to a flyer on a Monday, isn't it? It's full of Setting the tone for the week, no doubt. <laughs> now people call. No limit in the sky Hits Paul and Woody podcast. It's a couple away from eight. Hobart's here, 100.9. Paul and Woody, we've got $100 cash guaranteed to give away next to insure of origin. And I'm not really embarrassed to say... What I woke up next to. Oh, okay. No, but I'm not. I'm... Great. Tell us about him. Hmm? Well, I got home with... kind of late Saturday. And in the morning, you know, you wake up and you do the eye check. You open one eye, you open the other. And then... Where am I? <laughs> Whose room is this? Okay. And I rolled over straight onto... Oh, Hello. Uh-huh. Don't judge me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A Savlaki. Uh, a what? A Savlaki. What was his name? Oh, don't! A Greek fella. <laughs> you rolled onto a Savlaki. <laughs> so I'd taken a Savlaki home. Great. And I'd... You split an Uber? <laughs> and I forgot. I'd forgotten about it. And so as I rolled, I'm like, oh, hello. And I'd munched about. Good morning. <laughs> Breakfast in bed. I'd had about four bites out of it. Oh, you'd started it. But isn't there something that happens? Like, don't other people, haven't other people woken up next to food? Yeah. So I want to ask Hope up. Was 13, it in 16. the bed? It was in the bed. Kind of just, kind of half on the pillow and half under the doona. Right. No, but like, had you pulled up, the, 
the doona up to its tomatoes or whatever. Um, had you been compass enough to eat a couple of bites yeah. and then rewrap it? No, it was still exposed. It was just all loose, yeah. all hanging out. So I must have obviously fallen asleep with it in my hand. <laughs> no, because this the best is, of us. everyone is saying that that is weird, but I don't I think, think it's, it's weird. weird to wake up after a, a night out and you you wake up with food. In, in the, the bed. bed. Yeah. Yeah, that's odd. I, I guess the pertinent question is, did you finish it off? <laughs> well, I wasn't going to go out and get another one. Oh. It was already there. <laughs> Unless you had your electric it. blanket on to keep it warm. That's disgusting. <laughs> Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Get up. Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Turn it on, turn it up for my radio. Hits Paul and Woody for Maccas. The Chicken Clubhouse is back. Now in the Maccas Gourmet Creations range. Available after 10.30am. See, it's not weird. Apprentice Mason knows people that have done it, that have woken up next to food. You uh, woke up. On Sunday morning in bed with a souvlaki. Yes. 13, 12, 16, what food have you woken up next to? Yeah. Why are you looking that at me like that's weird? weird? And so, you'd started to eat it and then it was opened when you woke up. Yeah. It wasn't like you were halfway through eating it and you packed it up and went to snoozy time. But you fell asleep mid-chew. Yeah. But how nice is it when you wake up and you're feeling peckish but you don't want to get out of bed and you find oh, out... But you've a souffle sitting there, yeah. n- not even refrigerated. No. You just lick your bed sheets because it's probably all over it. Oh, well, Mason, that's a bit far, isn't it? Have um, you woken up next to food? No, I've got a an old neighbour that woke up next you to woke, food. You woke up next to your old neighbour? <laughs> you My old lock neighbor. your back door. He used to have um, sleeping problems, so he would have um, like really heavy sleeping problems. So he got home one night, this was only like at 11pm, and he had some Chinese fried rice um, sitting on the couch, fell asleep, dropped the fried rice all over him, woke up five minutes with fried rice all down his shirt. How do you know this? Oh, this like, is your neighbour. They used like, to like, babysit me. He obviously didn't do a good job of it. Like, oh, like, this like, is, this fried rice. I don't know if we want to go... Yeah. Nah. With that sort of stuff, mate, let's have a chat with that about that before we go on air with that sort of thing. Because there was stuff happening in your neighbourhood, and I don't, I don't know if I want to talk about that on air. Tell your narcoleptic neighbour, who's an old bloke telling you about how he covered himself in fried rice. That doesn't sit well with me. Right, coming up next, 13, 12, 16, it's Sure of Origin with yes. $100 cash. Guaranteed, Guaranteed to give away. This yep. will go off if you want to earn it. 13, 12, 16. We need someone from the West Side West today. Side, because the West Side had a win <laughs> on Friday. Just. Narrow. Ball and Woody, over. Hit 100.9. 10 past 8. I got a condo with me. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Give away $100 cash right now in. Let's fight. On Hits Ball and Woody. We're about to find the superior side of the doings. This is Sure of Origin, powered by Cash Converters. Sell your quality items now for instant cash, and you could win a car. Yeah, next week we'll be giving away that car. Your last week to get an entry in the draw, just take down to Cash Converters any unwanted tech gear. Like, you're talking laptops, iPads you might have lying around. They're going to give you cash for it and a ticket. We're going to draw that car next week. Yes, we are. Right now, though, welcoming back from the east side to sunny side. Hi, Dean. Morning, how are we? So good. I think it's our fifth day now. Oh, something like that. Ready to go, though. Yeah, Dean's up in bed. You can tell him he's all business. (laughs) Yes, he is. (laughs) Uh, Could I uh, welcome to the show uh, from the west side, Christine, good morning. Good morning. Ah, uh, Christine's ready to come out of the blocks. I've got a good feeling about you and me, Christine. That's good. Okay. It's a little bit of a pause. Uh, Christine, your buzzer will be west. Dean, your buzzer will be east. It's a best of three questions and answers. Woody will read the questions and I'll do my best to adjudicate and please buzz in at any time. Yes. What two colours are big W shopping bags? East. East narrowly first. Dean. Oh. Blue and white. Oh, well done. Who is the oldest of the seven dwarfs? 
Christine's having a go. Um, sleepy. 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 Doc, that one. Americans call it a flashlight. What do we call it? West. West first, Christine. Torch. There we go. We need a tiebreaker, Woody. <laughs> How many days in August? East. Yes, yes, East. 28. <sighs> 31. Have we got another question? Yeah. We, this is the last tiebreaker. Name a superhero that Ryan Reynolds has played. West. West first, Christine. Deadpool. Oh! It came out of nowhere, Woody. Wow. Christine has taken home the hungy courtesy uh, of cash converters. Oh, don't worry, Dean. That was a oh, tough one. Was, I don't know what Dean was doing. He was thinking the 28 days in oh, Feb. No, no. That's the sort of trivia question you usually hear. Don't worry, Dean. You'll be back uh, tomorrow. Thank you. Absolute pleasure. Another one. It's DJ Kelly. Loving this hit right now, 17 past 8. Hobart's hit, 100.9. Paul and Woody. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Trending now at hit.com.au. So many pictures of Alex Nation over the weekend. The one that was with Richie. Batch chat, sorry. Batch chat, batch chat. Well, it's confirmed, isn't it? She was seen kissing a new girlfriend. Yeah. And then the two were out playing footy together and Alex hurt her shoulder and her girlfriend lovingly put an arm around her. Poor Richie is said to be devastated and blindsided by it. He's not eating. He's refusing to eat and he's constantly crying due to the emotional strain. Mm, I mean, he could always, I don't know, pick up the phone and ring one of the other girls. I mean, there was a... Do you think they're still all on the bench, Paul? I mean, I'm oh, sure they've probably There'd moved. be one or two of them that would be ready to go. Oh, come on. Well, so many of them how were heartbroken when they didn't get a rose. But how would you feel like, oh, the other one didn't work out. Do you mind stepping in? You're my plan B. Well, you'd feel like the one that Blake ended up with, wouldn't oh. you? <laughs> Trending. Yeah. Oh, we love this sort of stuff. We love this sort of stuff. When yeah. you find out that there were other actors that could have played big roles. All right, now this comes from the story that I've told on this show a million times, that Eric Stoltz filmed many scenes for Back to the Future and then they sacked him and they replaced him with Michael J. Fox, who went on to be a megastar. Yep. Matt LeBlanc Uh. from Friends knocked back the role of Phil Dunphy from Modern Family. What? So this was even post-Friends fame? He said because... that it was not the guy for him. Oh, wow. Wow. Trending. What is he doing now? He's in that weird show that breaks down the fourth wall because it's a show about making a show. Oh, okay. And there's a soap opera and he's you can either watch the series where it is the soap opera or you can watch the series where it's behind the scenes of the soap opera. So he's Matt LeBlanc in one of them, but in the other one, he's character. I don't know why people don't watch that. I... Then, of course, you could watch Modern Family. <laughs> For more Scoopla and trending now, it's up at Hit Hobart. Here's a track from one of our R&B Fridays albums. We've got three on iTunes right now. Paul and Lee. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Quarter to nine on Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. Hobart, do you give to charity like me? And would you like some form of recognition? Just a thumbs up to let you know you're doing the right thing because you're a bloody good human being. It's not about you. When you give to charity, it should just be anonymous. We have a fundraiser uh... in our office. He's a top bloke. He's fundraising for a good reason. I've given to charity and I just want to make sure that he understands that I'm behind the cause. <laughs> okay? I want to establish that. A lot of people gave to charity. Yeah, but... To this charity. Yeah, but how much did they give? That's the question. And I just want to let this very charitable person, Reese, who works in our office, yeah. know that I've got his back. Do you mind? I just want to... I'm just going to give him a little call. Okay, Paul. Just give him a little ring. Hello. Uh, G'day, Reese. It's Paul mm-hmm. and Woody. Hey, Paul and Woody, how you doing? Yeah, great. We just want to, again, congratulate you. Say, oh, yeah, we, we congratulate you, yes. Um, <laughs> what, you don't want to get in on congratulating? No, I, I will. I mean, this guy is going to Indonesia I to know. build homes for the poor. 
Yes. <laughs> so, we just wanted to acknowledge that again, Reese. We think oh, what you're doing you. is wonderful. Um, and congratulations on raising the money last week at our little morning tea. Yeah. Oh, that was that was fantastic, wasn't it? So yeah. that's, that's done really well. And how, how many... Well, how, how much did we raise? Um, well, with, uh, with Woody's late edition, I think we were just at uh, 300 there. Okay. Yep. Did you, you did you call just to confirm that Woody actually donated? Is that... Okay, so what do, you, what do you mean Woody's late? <laughs> okay, what was what was Woody's late donation? Uh, Woody Woody came over came over yesterday and donated twenty bucks, and it's uh... oh you so right. no, so that's... you you're aware of the fact that Woody donated twenty dollars. What so she handed it to you rather than just put it very privately into the container? Well, yes. Can I explain? Because I didn't have enough money on me that day and I had a bunch of silvers and I felt bad because oh, is... I tried okay. to put my hand in. So... I've, uh, I've thrown you in hot water, haven't I? No, that's yeah, right. Reece, no, Reese, okay. good on you, mate. You're a generous person and thank you for letting me know that. Now I know how the Indonesians are going to feel in a couple of months because you've done me a favour. Oh, now, Reese, um, are you aware of how much money certain individuals donated? Um... Yeah, I, I know how much Woody donated. Yeah, great. Yeah, because she handed it to you. <laughs> yeah. Not on the day. Yeah. No. Because, I, I, look, I'm just speaking on behalf of some other people that donated, and they just want to <laughs> let you know oh that God. they uh, stuck a big lobster in there, a $20 note. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. I just want you to, to know because... So on I know half. Yeah, and because some people are a little bit cheap because... I have been told that there were a few $5 notes and a few gold <laughs> coins Be in the little bucket. Honest. But then there were... I donated $20. No. You, don't, you don't owe a Thank I you, Paul. I put 20 in, and I just want you to know that, Reese, because I've got a suggestion for next time you do one of these. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to, you know, build houses in another poor country. I'm not too sure. All right. I might, yeah, I might make a career out of it. We'll see. Great. Um, Especially off Paul's lobsters. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could have a token system or a badge. Maybe a badge. A badge. So, a badge. So if so it's like jeans for jeans day, but it's just no. He's meaning. I know where his evil little no. mind's going. He's... So I go in yeah. and I donate five dollars, so I get a purple badge. I go in, I donate twenty dollars, and okay. I get a red badge. And then, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know how much the badges will cost. Oh well, look, I um, I've just I've, I've taken a lot of the donations and I've used it to uh to get stickers for the for the kids in Indonesia. Okay, um, right. And I am totally happy to, to, to bring some stickers over to your desk once I get them. Great. And um, I can give you as many stickers as you want. It could be Paul. like Woolworths Earn and Learn. No, it's where <laughs> maybe I get 20 stickers and I get to put them on my yeah. chart. Yeah, exactly. I, I, presumably I'll get a chart. <laughs> and then, you know, <laughs> if Donna in sales only puts in 50 cents, she gets half a sticker. Yeah. Oh okay. God, Paul. You know you've lost sight of what charity is about. It's not a about you. It's about these kids that that are having houses built for them. What kids? <laughs> oh, the houses. Sorry, I keep forgetting about the houses. <laughs> Thanks for your time, Reese. Oh, look, that's okay. And no need, no need to uh, thank me in front of um, everyone that we work with at the Monday meeting for the twenty dollars. Okay, I'll keep that in. Uh, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd, just, I'd, I'd be embarrassed. So. All right, all right, Paul. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Oh. Right, mate. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Reese. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit 100.9.